With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This is World Awakenings. The fast track to enlightenment with your host, Carl Gruber. World Awakenings is a podcast dedicated to opening your mind, your heart, and your eyes to the fact that the world's population is now, more than ever, awakening to all things spiritual, metaphysical, and enlightening, and just how they play an all-important role in our daily life. So join Carl on this enlightening experience as he interviews metaphysical and spiritual experts to discuss, debate, and delve deeply into the hows and whys of this worldwide awakening. We welcome you to the World Awakenings Podcast. Before we start, we'd like to tell you about a special ebook written by the show's host, Carl Gruber The Three Pillars, a simple three step process to manifest positive and permanent change in your life. The concise 32-page Three Pillars ebook will teach you how to become a successful and consistent co-creator of your life path with the Law of Attraction. Yes, you can manifest the life you truly desire, and the ebook is absolutely free. Simply go to Carl's website, carlgruberlifecoach.com. That's K-A-R-L-G-R-U. B-E-R, lifecoach.com. Click on the header title About Me and get the free download today. Carl Gruber's free ebook, The Three Pillars, will positively change your life. Yes, it's time once again to bring you yet another episode of the podcast available that explores in depth all things spiritual, metaphysical, and enlightening. World Awakenings, the fast track to enlightenment. Hey there, I'm your host, Carl Gruber. And as always, I'm super excited to have you join us as we check in with some of the world's greatest teachers, authors, and beings of light and love as we seek the answer to why now more than ever, the people of the world are now awakening from their long slumber of lack, attack, judgment, wars, and darkness, and finding the light of the truth. Before we start today's show, please help us out by clicking that subscribe button below in order to help keep the show going 
and thank you so much. All right, our guest today is Dean Neil Elliott. A few years ago, he had a successful business consulting firm, had a great family, and yet he found himself in a dark place in his life contemplating suicide. That is, until he discovered what he calls the higher road, one that takes you to the higher realm of light, love, truth, and awakening. He wrote the book, a Higher Road, Cleanse Your Consciousness to Transcend the Ego and Ascend Spiritually. So we're looking forward to hearing more about Neil's road to and then out of his dark night of the soul and what his seven-step process is to find inner peace, joy, love, abundance, and prosperity. So welcome, Neil. So glad to have you on the show. Well, thank you, Carl. It's a pleasure to be here, and I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Yeah, I'm excited too. Yeah, uh, and you and I seem to be on the, the same path of of uh, ascending spiritually and and finding finding that road to light, love, and truth. As we know, most of the world is not on that path, although many are joining us. But please tell us about your journey from being a successful businessman who then, at the age of fifty seven, fell into those dark times in your life, only to discover by accident something that you call uh, a higher road. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'll give everybody a little context here. Uh, just so everyone knows, I'm born in Vancouver, British Columbia, Canada, I lived in Canada my entire life, and I've traveled the world. Uh, born in 1960, so I'm currently 62 years old, second marriage, uh, three kids and five grandkids, and all those grandkids are Texans. Wow. Uh, <laughs> and uh, professional engineer with an MBA. And that's only important because of what we're going to talk about. So, mm -hmm. you know, I come from this mindset of uh, observe, measure, calculate. <laughs> that's, you know, kind of things that I believe to be true. Uh, <clears throat> so in the 90s, um, you know, I wanted to, I was managing large projects. I wanted to be more inclusive of everybody's uh, you know, varying opinions on particular topics and items. And so I went through a process, uh, you know, by picking up books by Tony Robbins, Carolyn Mice, Wayne Dyer, those kinds of authors, Napoleon Hill, and worked at changing my uh, beliefs. Uh, I wanted to be more inclusive. And I spent about 10 years in that process. And even though all these authors, you know, talked about great stuff and they had these uh, processes that they offered people and stuff, none of it worked for me. So, um, you know, I couldn't fundamentally change. I could be more open when I talked to people, you know, like, uh, oh yeah, no, I can understand your point of view and, you know, more affable about it and stuff. But deep down it's like, yeah, I don't agree with that. Mm -hmm. And um, and we're all like that, right? Uh, we can talk about the, you know, how you develop these patterns of thinking and feeling. But um, so in 2002, I went into consulting and, uh, you know, life became about work and work, work, work. You don't work, you don't get paid. You get, you know, you're sick, you don't get paid. You go on vacation, you don't get paid. So really for me, life became about work. What happened is that um, I drove myself into this deep and dark state of depression. In 2015, I picked up some newly issued spiritual books, some science books, and I went through the same process that I went through in the 90s. And again, it didn't work. Our house had been on the market for five years, and it finally sold in November of 2017. I sat down at uh, this little one-bedroom rental kitchen apartment, uh, kitchen table, and I crafted out my suicide note, and I planned my suicide. 
and I planned it out for three months. Uh, I want to ensure my wife and uh, <clears throat> would be okay financially. And I wanted to say goodbye to everybody, my wife, my family, my friends, without them knowing what I was going to do. And we're all great actors in our environment, right? We, we, we wear this facade, we can project whatever we want to everybody else. Um, <clears throat> and no one really knows what the, the true inner state of the, of the person is. And, um, <clears throat> but a week prior to me sitting down, uh, this information fortuitously came to me that promised to liberate me from my thinking if I studied and followed it. And um, so what I did is I, I pushed the date of my suicide out thinking, okay, I'll give this a chance. I was looking for any, you know, that little bit of sliver of hope, that last thing to keep me going. Um, and uh, so I thought, okay, I'll give this one last chance because soon I can always commit suicide. But uh, if, as soon as I do that, I won't be, you know, doing this study. So um, I picked up this stuff and I studied it. And a year, almost a year to the day, I woke up and I was just, I was full of this inner state of love and peace and joy. And I felt totally prosperous and abundant. And I just, like my whole world transformed, my whole outlook in life transformed. And um, you know, 13 months, so late December 2018, I went into these two meditations two days apart. And um, the spiritual energy flowed in through my head, it filled my body, and then it totally enveloped me and cradled me in unconditional love. And it's an unconditional love that, that you know, we, I can't, you know, we don't have the human language to describe it. But you know, I just, I felt totally bathed in this unconditional love. I, it, you know, I didn't care what aches and pains my body had. I didn't care what anybody had done to me in the past. I didn't care what I had done. I just wanted to stay there. I felt totally supported, non-judged, and just bathed in unconditional love. And I had two of those experiences, uh, two days apart. So back to back, so to speak. And as soon as that happened to me, I knew that the new knowledge I gained and the process I followed is our truth. And you don't have to believe this, but I believe that everything that I learned, um, I believe to be is true. And since that day, it has just been this ever evolving and deepening. And, um, you know, I get, I get inspiration, I get insight, the continual. Uh, cleansing of my consciousness and a stronger and stronger connection with the source of our being. And today, you know, at the seven month mark, when I was going through this process, um, I started to feel this little tingling at the top of my head. It's about the size of a dime. I didn't know what it was. And at about the nine month mark, it was probably four inches in diameter. And um, I realized at that time, what I was doing was I was impressing new brain cells with new knowledge. And those new brain cells and that new knowledge, it, it, they operate at a higher vibrational frequency than our human consciousness. And it enabled me to make this connection back with the source of our being. The source of our being is so spiritually refined and at such a high vibrational frequency. And it emits unconditional love to us, to all of creation, all the time. But we can't feel it. It cannot make itself known to us, enter into us and make itself known to us 
until we go through this process to raise our own vibrational frequency. And when you do that and you make this connection, then what happens is the spiritual energy flows into you and it continues this process of this inner cleansing and rebuilding of your consciousness as you continue through this process. And, um, you know, it started out, like I said, at the size of a dime, and then it got to about four inches in diameter. Today, you could put a bowl over my head down below my ears, and that's how big that opening is. And I have this mutual and reciprocal communication and contact with the divine at all times. And I just need to go into a little bit of a state of silence and stillness, and it flows into me. It gives me direction. It gives me inspiration. It um, guides me and tells me what I need to be doing or what I should be doing. But we have free will. We can choose to do whatever we want. But if you follow the, the, the will of the source of our being and allow it to do its work through you, your life blossoms and changes and transforms. And you just want to emit unconditional love to everyone and everything in your environment. And that's, in a sense, that's the process in a short period. Well, I think we can just end the podcast right there. That was awesome. <laughs> no, so, wow, that is amazing. So let me, let me get this straight. So you went from being on the brink of committing suicide, and I've never been at that point, but I'm guessing that people who are on that brink, they're in such a, a dark tunnel that they can't see any light at the end of the tunnel. They can't see any light. But yet th this this intuitiveness that came upon you uh, was it in the form of a voice was it a a, a reading a book you found or or uh, how how did that come to you i mean you, you're in such a dark place it just came and saved you well you know <clears throat> so i can look back now i would have not said this at the time but now i'll look back and i'll tell you in retrospect so, um, you know, first thing I'm going to say is, is this, and, and we'll talk about evolution of the soul and we'll talk about this in probably more detail here, but you know, it's only through lessons of suffering will the journeying soul gain self-knowledge to retain individuality after discarding the ego. And so through this evolutionary process of the soul over many lifetimes and uh, varying genders, varying places of origin, varying colors of skin, varying religions, uh, you know, sometimes wealthy, sometimes poor, sometimes highly educated, sometimes not educated at all, where our souls are here in this journey to learn the lessons that they need to learn, that they want to learn to experience all of these emotions and events and uh, things that are contrary to unconditional love. Mm -hmm. And when the soul finally wakes up and realizes what it's doing to itself, then it begins this process to um, shed all of these past beliefs and erroneous thinking to come back to this state of unconditional love and to be congruent with the source of our being. And when that happens, whichever lifetime that is, at the end of that lifetime, this body, this ephemeral body returns to dust and the soul steps into the light and it does not need to be reincarnated again. And so I look back now and I go. Okay, round two, name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? 
Ah, oh, sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary, by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I say that, um, you know, the science books I read in 2015, and then some of those spiritual books that, that I read were laying this foundation to me to open me up to be able to accept this new material that I received and be open to it. And, um, you know, it was, it's a bunch of material that I've gathered together. Uh, I've put it all in one PDF document. And if you read a higher road, uh, so my recommended way to read a higher road is read it cover to cover, understand the process in its entirety. If it resonates with you, go back and start with some of the science material or go back and start directly with step one. Mm -hmm. If it doesn't resonate with you and you bought a print copy of the book, I ask you to please pass it on to somebody else without colorful commentary, because we can never accurately judge the inner reality of another person. Someone who's very kind and affable and jovial might be an entire mess inside. So let them discover this process on their own to make their own choice. And if they're ready, then they will know, they will feel it, they will be inspired, they will, you know, begin this process. Um, so I've said this is a divinely ordained process. So this, this science material and stuff was building this foundation to open me up. And this material came, you know, it was, it was in a PDF. Uh, some of it was in a PDF. The initial part was in a PDF document. And um, it was, I call it a blueprint document. And the reason I don't share the name of it or where I got it or what it is, you, you get access to this for free, but is because I know that if that document, that information had come to me, you know, six months earlier, year earlier, I would have totally rejected it. Mm. I would have just passed it by and not even considered reading it. So I had to get to this place where I was completely open. You have to come to this material like a little child. Uh, full of wonder, full of joy, with no prejudgment. And if you can do that, you have the opportunity to totally transform your life. And uh, so, yeah. <laughs> wow, that's awesome. Uh, you know, um, your experience where you where you were sitting and you experienced uh, um, enveloped in total unconditional love and oneness and unity is very similar to a, a book that, that had a big effect on you. And I read this book also, Anita Morjani's uh, book, Dying to Be Me, which is about uh, how she had an NDE near-death experience uh, passing away from cancer, yet uh, gave, was given a chance to come back. The same thing um, happened to her when she was having that experience. She was enveloped in total unconditional love and, and realization of the unity and oneness of all that is. I think it's beautiful that you had that experience without having to have an NDE. Yeah, well, and so, you know, I'm, uh, you know, Anita's book is a book. So in A Higher Road, I share this uh, science material that I read. And I also share Anita's story. So when I read Anita's story, um, you know, one thing that uh, that book did for me because it, it, um, is documented in hospital records. They don't know why it happened, but because it's documented to me, it 
fits that with that scientific i'd like something observed and recorded and <laughs> measured and you know it seemed more truthful but um one she came back with these messages you know one message she comes back with is that we come from unconditional love we return to unconditional love she felt like she was becoming part of everything in the universe so this unity uh, her explanation of that is, um, you know, consciousness is imbued in everything. Mm -hmm. And um, the other thing she came back with, which resonated with me and took away this little nagging, you know, kind of, I grew up agnostic, but I still had this little nagging Christian doubt that if I committed suicide, I'd be going to a bad place and I'd be judged. She came back with a message was that we're not judged after death, no matter what we do here that I grabbed onto and uh, could believe it because I wanted to believe it. And uh, that's what gave me that permission to sit down and craft that suicide note and plan out my suicide. Cause I felt like, okay, I can do this. I can be done. I was like totally done with life. Like it's, I was miserable. I couldn't, I made a lot of money. I spent a lot of money. I couldn't seem to get ahead. And uh, that to me, that message to me, we're not judged after death gave me this permission to sit down and craft the suicide note. Then this other material showed up for me. And um, yes, and I agree with you is like, I've, I've now experienced that in it, and it is just a tiny little glimpse of what we're going to return to. Just a tiny glimpse, but I tell you, it is so, it's like, we don't have the human language to even describe it. It's just so magnificent and beautiful. And I've had lots of meditations since then with varying aspects of, um, you know, what we return to. And it's just, I can tell you, it's just amazing. Well, and you kind of touched on this earlier. I, I like the description that you, you, you had this enlightening experience of, of joining with, with all that is. Um, and you mentioned free will and, and myself, you, everybody has free will to choose. And I think that uh, almost anybody will know everybody who's watching or listening to this uh they just don't remember simply because we've had all of that pounded out of us since we were tiny children and, and we're, we're taught to forget, but it's available to each and every person right now in this moment to join in. You just have to remember and then um, uh, practice, practice, uh, follow the steps to do that. And you have seven steps to help people do that, right? Yeah, I do. So let's, um, you know, this is, let's key off that message that you gave everybody right now. Because I agree, like all of the security, safety, peace, joy, love, abundance that you are seeking, it's all inside of you. Mm -hmm. You just have to know how to unlock it. So let's talk about human personality. <clears throat> so <clears throat> at the time of, so let's talk about, we're going to talk about the ego and we'll talk about um, some of this process. So at the time of conception, the soul is infused as part of that process and it is perfect. It is unconditional love. And when I see a person today, what I see is I see their soul. Their soul is equal to my soul. Their soul is unconditional love and anything that they're doing that we may consider to be reprehensible or detrimental to other people is just part of this divinely ordained process of the ego to help us experience the lessons that we uh, want to experience at a soul level. So when I say we, I'm talking about our soul. Our reality is our soul. 
the ego is merely a tool of the of uh, of our of our source of being. It's a it's a creative tool of our source of being to create individuality out of the unity and wholeness of the divine. And so the ego. <clears throat> so what happens is at the time of conception, the soul is infused into that process, and the little I mind of ego is created at the same time. The um, <clears throat> as a baby grows from you know babyhood to age five, the brain has not yet developed to make its own decisions. So you come in with a with things that your soul wants to learn. Your soul comes in with things that it wants to learn. It's born into this family that is going to aid its evolutionary development. And um, as this baby from babyhood to age five, you're really just this little embodiment of joy, and you're this sponge that soaks up everything in your environment. Your your parents and your siblings' uh, feelings, their emotions, their um, language, their, the type of language they use, their religion, all of these things. And it, so your, your individuality starts to get shaped. The little I mind of ego has taken control of building the body from the time of conception, according to the genetic plan in the DNA. And it uses the um, tools of the universe. We'll talk about these, but it uses the tools of the universe uh, which is electromagnetism to create this um, this body and everything that that we see and we believe is real as um, as these egoic driven people. And um, at age five, then the the uh, brain can start to make its own decisions. So you're still influenced by your parents, your family, your friends, but now you get a wider influence as you grow up. And really what you're doing is you're programming, you're adopting these patterns of thinking and feeling um, and programming your subconscious and your unconscious mind. And as we grow from babyhood to adulthood, what we think we're doing is becoming versed in the ways of the world. But really what we're doing is we're binding down our soul and we're shutting it off from the light, from the connection to the source. The ego <clears throat> remains in control of our uh, responses and reactions in life until your soul wakes up, understands what it's doing, and then begins this process to um, try and <clears throat> dissolve these bondages and uh, uh, gain mastery of your life. So your goal in over, li over lifetimes is to allow your soul to actually gain mastery of your life and to become this embodiment of unconditional love. Your mind is um, created for this very special purpose of drawing the uh, source of being, the divine God, Yahweh, Allah, the Tao, whatever you want to call it, in through your mind and, ex and uh and expressing the will of the divine through you to everything and everyone in your environment. And as you do this, and this spiritual energy flows into you, and it just fills you with this love and peace and joy. And um, as you do this, you will be able to manifest in your life, whatever it is that you desire. But as you go through this process, um, <clears throat> you will 
you know, it will come from a place of spiritual enlightenment, and you will never be looking to manifest things for yourself uh, from a greedy perspective, a humanistic perspective, a goic perspective. You'll always be looking to manifest things that are good for your community, your country, your city, the world. And as each of us transform our consciousness and uh, come into this state, what we'll eventually do is we will um, create a new era of love and peace throughout the entire world. Until that time, uh, we're going to still be, you know, there's going to be uh, these people that have transformed their consciousness. There's going to be people in this um, state of transforming their consciousness. And there's going to be people that are still very egoic driven. And the laws of the universe are, you know, anything that has been put into motion through the laws of the universe, and we can talk about these, but um, must come into manifested form. It is a law of cause and effect. And uh, everything that comes into your life, you create. So the one thing, you know, that is central to all of this is that every event and every experience that comes into your life, you are the creator of it be it something you love and enjoy or something you hate or merely endure. And as soon as you understand these tools and these mechanics of the universe, the development of the personality, why it develops like it does, and then how you go through this cleansing and rebuilding process. And there's a very specific list of things that you initially need to cleanse. Um, <clears throat> you will continue to let your ego create all of these things that come into your life that are designed to help you learn the lessons that you want to learn, your soul wants to learn, and to help you to wake up so that you can begin this process or carry on with this process if you've already started it in a previous lifetime, to fully cleanse and transcend the ego. And then at the end of that lifetime, step into the light, and you will not need to be reincarnated again. You'll progress through other dimensions. And that is a beautiful picture that you paint. I, I really love your description. So um, just so from listening to you talk, so and, and, you know, I completely agree with you. So when we come out of our mother's womb, we uh, we are born into a world of duality. Yet as we grow and mature, our job as a human being is to evolve and shed that duality and come back home to unity consciousness and understanding uh, the unconditional love, uh, which, of course, many people never do. But that is that really is our purpose uh, as a human being, correct? Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It, it is. And um, so let's make sure everybody understands this. You know, it's not, it takes many, many lifetimes to go through this process. So imagine, so imagine your soul, you know, is going to be incarnated into uh, its first experience. It dives into a pool of red dye. 
and it comes out much read and it's educated and it's in religion and it's educated to live a red life. The next time it comes in, it dives into a blue pool and it comes out blue mixed with red and you're educated in blue lives, but there's still this little bit of stuff from a past life, which is red. And then the next time, and you just carry on with all of these color combinations until one day your soul wakes up and says, I realize what I'm doing now. I want to, I want to shed the red. I want to shed the black. I want to shed the blue. And it might take very many, many lifetimes for that to happen. I can't speak to how long it takes. <laughs> so it might take many lifetimes for that to happen, but the overall goal in whichever lifetime it is, is for you to get to this point where you are this purified and open channel of the source of our being and express that and, as, and, and let your human ego to keep it in abeyance and allow um, father, mother life, I'm going to call it father, mother life, father, mother life to flow into you and work through you to express that to all of uh, everything, all of creation. And um, <clears throat> there was something else you twigged on that I was going to talk about, but uh, I'll leave it there in case you. <laughs> yeah, that, that is, that is incredible. So let me ask you um, without someone even coming to or knowing about your book and your seven steps, uh, anyone who's listening or watching this show, what can they do, say, right now in this moment to put their life on the path uh, to awakening and, and enlightenment? Enlightenment. Well, okay, so this is a um, self-serving comment, <laughs> but, you know, I don't mean it to be. It's just that, um, you know, there's many uh, avenues, so to speak, and you need to be open. So that's the first thing is you need to be open to look at something to read and to learn, you know, be a, be a reader, read and understand. And, you know, we need to talk about a few things here, but be a reader, read and understand. I am going to suggest to you that if you pick up a higher road and read it cover to cover, you will understand this process in its entirety and it will either resonate with you or it won't. And it's not good or bad. It's just whether this makes sense to you, you know, so for some people, you know, a course in miracles, as you mentioned earlier, might, uh, might make sense to them. Uh, for me, I needed something that was a little more tangible. Um, there's a lot of good spiritual teachers and they talk about things, but I could never fully grasp it or understand it. So I needed something that was, you know, kind of based in science. We know things today in science that help us bridge this gap between spirituality and science. And with that foundation in science, it makes things believable and understandable. And you can understand these mechanics of the universe. And then if you go through this process, you will um, bridge this gap through reaching out to the divine by going into this process by learning this meditation by <clears throat> understanding what and how and why you need to cleanse these specific things from your consciousness because they are contrary to unconditional love and it's an evolving process there's no immediate gratification it's not fast food you can't order it you can't you know you can't get somebody else to do it for you life is this journey within and I, but I can tell you, if you go through this process, however you do it, if you go through this process, you make this connection with the divine, you will never look back. 
and your whole world will change. And, um, you know, the first thing I had to do was I had to learn that everything that I thought that was right or wrong, good or bad, true or false is really just a belief. But you have to understand that not from just an intellectual perspective, you actually have to really embed that and understand that and try and get that into kind of a more of an emotional understanding, if you will. And I don't even know if that's the right term for that. But, you know, we program ourselves. So the, um, the, uh, the ego, so let me back up. This information that I provide you to read will explain exactly what was before the Big Bang, what happened at the time of the Big Bang, the impetus for the Big Bang, and then how creation came about. Before the Big Bang, um, there were uh, there's the, the state, our God or Yahweh, whatever you want to call it, God, um, the universal, was is in a state of equilibrium, silence, stillness, and equilibrium, and it's an and it's opposing impulses. And um, through this process of wanting to experience itself, it needed to create another aspect of self that worked in this uh, materialized, can work in this materialized universe. And so uh, through its own will, it um, tore these impulses apart to create another aspect and we'll call it divine consciousness. So universal consciousness before the Big Bang, divine consciousness after, universal consciousness still exists. It's in a state of silence, stillness, equilibrium, it is these opposing impulses. And no matter how science probes space, they will never be able to understand or detect what universal consciousness is. You need to feel it. You need to allow it to come in and make itself known to you. And the way you do that is you go through this process to raise your human vibrational frequency and build these new brain cells. And um, universal consciousness uses the tools of the universe, these opposing impulses that we see as electromagnetism. And um, you think with, uh, you think with electrical impulses in the brain, you feel with magnetic impulses in the nervous system. The electrical impulses in the brain is a consciousness plan. The magnetic impulses, be it a bonding or rejection impulse an attraction or repulsion impulse, um, magnetizes the, your electrical thinking into a blueprint of a future event or experience. And over time, as you reinforce and you um, put more magnetic emotion and feeling into that blueprint, it eventually will manifest itself into your life, be it something that's good or be it something that's bad. And we create thousands of these every day. And um, so in a higher road, I use as an example, because everybody, when they talk about law of attraction, they, my experiences, and I could be wrong, but my experience is they're always talking about things that they desire in a human form. Oh, I know what I want to talk about. Let's come back to um, what we believe <laughs> around our bodies. So, um, <clears throat> uh, you know, so in a higher road, I use as an example, something that I did every day for a year that manifested a $60,000 hardtop Lexus convertible into my life. Right. Later, it, 
later in a higher road, I describe exactly the mechanics of the universe and what I did every day for a year that manifested that $60,000 Lexus convertible. But that's something we value and we say, oh, this is cool, like a new car, that kind of money, isn't that great? But you do this with everything that comes into your life, an accident. Uh, there's no coincidences in life. Anybody that comes into your life, you have, uh, you know, it's part of your process. You have contracts with them to come into your life. They behave. No matter what anybody is doing to your goal when you go through this or your purpose when you go through this is you allow the divine to come into you. And no matter what anybody is doing to you in that moment is to express unconditional love to them to help them see the light, to help their souls wake up and, and be this expression of, uh, of, of congruency with, um, with, the, with the source of our being. Um, so I know what I wanted to talk about earlier was, you know, so we identify with our bodies. We come in, our little eye mind of ego takes control of the development of our body little eye mind of ego is being programmed with, um, uh, you know, all of its experiences as it grows up and then reinforces these patterns of thinking and feeling. And they are, you will know if you think about this, everything, what we do is we use these tools of the universe. We bond with everything that we like. We like chocolate cake. We like that car. We like that kind of house. We reject everything that we don't like for safety and security reasons. You know, I don't like those people. I don't like that kind of food. I don't like that kind of car. These are the only mechanics of the ego. It can only draw things to us or push things away that we like or don't like. And, um, and so what we do is, you know, like, oh, I'd like to get a new car. And so you save money and you set a goal and you go out and you buy your new car. You get your new car, you get a little boost of happiness. And you go, oh, this is great. And I got this new car. Isn't that cool? And it starts to, you know, kind of get dull and mundane and boring. So you show it off to your friends. Hey, you see my new car and see what I have. Isn't that kind of cool? And you get a little boost of the ego. And, but eventually it becomes, um, you know, kind of mundane and boring. So what do you do? You set another goal. Life becomes about chasing these goals to draw happiness into your life and reject things that, you know, cause you fear, anxiety, stress, or, you know, people disagree with you, you reject them. These are the mechanics of the universe that our ego uses. And it's the only way it can draw things to us. Your soul is unconditional love and your soul, you know, your goal, I'm going to do this again in a different way. Your goal is to imbue everything that comes with to you with love. Everything that you see in your environment is merely a reflection of your beliefs. You change your beliefs, you change what you see. And anybody that comes into your life, you know, that may be doing something that you consider to be negative or not good, or your ego is jumping in and reacting to it. Your goal is to transcend that moment of, of uh, ego response and reaction and to imbue that person or that activity or that event with unconditional love. And so, um, you know, a fear comes to you, you're fearful about something. It's, it's, it, the energy gets blocked and you build up these fears and you reinforce it with your thinking. You want to rid yourself of that. You need to be able to receive it, to feel it, imbue it with love and release it back to the divine.
And if you, when you learn all of these mechanics, you learn, you'll learn how to do all this. And it, again, it won't be overnight that you're going to learn this. This, this comes with time. So things that I read in the first year, I thought I had a pretty good understanding of. I tell you every year I read that same information and my inspiration, my insight, my knowledge, my understanding of it has just expanded and grown. And something that I thought I understood before, I really have an entirely new perspective of it today. And um, it just is this evolving, just amazing and wonderful process that I just want to share with everybody. Well, everything you're, you've been saying, Neil, is not only thought-provoking, but life-changing, to, to say the least. But I, I really um, am glad you brought up the science part, because I've, uh, I'm a big fan of quantum physics. And, and of course, I'm a big fan of Lynn McTaggart, who's written the book, The Field, The Intention Experiment. But yeah, so science is backing up and uh, aligning with spirituality, saying the same thing, but in different language. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and uh, what's another, uh, oh, we're going to Amit Goswami. Mm. So I think he was on The Secret. So he has a whole thing in uh, uh, quantum physics uh, that, you know, it, it some really good thought experiments and other experiments that he's doing. So um, some interesting things. So let's, there's a couple things. So uh, we'll talk quickly about this little bit of science that you just brought up. And then I want to, uh, I want to go back to this duality. Okay. I'll give you an example of, um, or at least I'll give you my example of this. So I'm ready whenever you are. Oh yeah. Go for it. Okay. So, yeah, you know, uh, Carl, I think you're, you're absolutely right. Is that, uh, you know, science and spirituality are starting to come together. And, um, you know, you will also learn when you read this, this material that, you know, where uh, medical uh, treatments are going in the future. And for example, like we have machines today that can image uh the varying um field of energies uh through the body and they sh and different frequencies of vibration show up as different colors and uh any illness that comes to your body that you've attracted to your body um you know results in a reduction of life force energy that flows throughout the entire universe uh, reduction of life force energy in that organ and it reduces its vibrational frequency and um and so in the future you know science will get to the part uh where they are understand that you know through this medical imaging um they will be able to identify uh and initially it'll start with hypnosis um, there will be people that, you know, you're put under hypnosis and your thoughts are then become transparent to a third party and they'll be able to identify these uh, negative patterns of thinking um, that are emitting a frequency of vibration that is um, consistent with the uh, 
drop of life force energy in a particular organ. And then through your correction of your thinking, you'll be able to bring draw life force energy back into that organ and bring it back to uh, ever increasing health. And so, um, so now I'm going to depart. And what I want to do is go back to this aspect of duality that you spoke a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And um, so, you know, we're like method actors. We come into this life, our little eye mind of ego takes control. And, you know, a method actor, uh, they dress the part, you know, say they're doing a period piece. They dress the part, they eat the part, they act the part. And they do that for, you know, a few weeks or a few months before they actually, you know, get on camera to film. And so they really become an embodiment of that character. And uh, the director calls action and they get into that role and they do that role. And then the director calls cut. They can come out of that. They can high five each other and they go, oh man, I really felt that you were so believable in that part. The thing is that this uh, divinely ordained process um, to create this ego for us, our souls to experience this manifested form and these, these things that are contrary to unconditional love, we believe we, we never come out of the role. We believe we are the role. We believe this body is solid. We believe that that object that you see that's on your desk, your computer, your phone, your utensil, your plate is real. That is not real. That is just, it's just part of this illusion or video game, whatever analogy you want to use to help us experience this separation, this individuality. Um, that we need to experience, our souls need to experience to be able to get these varying experiences of life. And when you actually go through this process, and it might take two, three, four years, whatever it takes, but as you go through this process, you will come to a point where you begin to understand that your soul is your reality and this, and you'll be able to recognize immediately when the ego is jumping in in all these situations. And that it is not you, your, your expression, your reactions to these uh, external projection of events or a uh, mirror image of what you're actually thinking, your beliefs, when they are contrary to unconditional love and you get these things that you consider to be negative, you react and you experience. And that is your ego that's doing that. And when you understand this duality and then you become this embodiment of this duality, and you really understand that your soul's your reality and this other is just a play that we're in, it becomes easier to express unconditional love to that person, which, which you know, formally you would, um, you know, kind of really engage with and argue with and fight with over a particular thing. None of it's real. It's just allow us to have these experiences that we want to experience. I tell you this, this whole thing, like it's been, you know, I started this in 2017, 2018, end of 2018, I had these two meditations and then it's been since then. So four years now, a little over four years, I tell you, it's just this ever wonderful and magical process that I just, I'd like to share with everybody. Cause I tell you when it happens to you and you understand it, you know, your whole perspective of life changes. I don't get caught up in anything anymore. All the wars going on and stuff right now, it's all it's all the process that we need to do to evolve this planet 
and to evolve the people on this planet to come back to who they really are and who they really are is unconditional love. And we're, we're really glad that you are sharing it with the world. This is just phenomenal. And we are talking to Dean Neal Elliott, author of A Higher Road, just a phenomenal, phenomenal, amazing story of him going from, uh, from the brink of suicide to uh, spiritual enlightenment and sharing it with us. And, you know, it's funny because uh, we're going to wind up here in just a little bit, but but, you know, I was just about to ask you what, what you thought that uh, the current upheaval and chaos of humanity is experiencing. What, what can people do to take that higher road? But you, you just said that. You just said what they can do to, uh, to follow that road. And wow, wow, this is amazing. I, one last question. So when, when you went from this point, this really dark night of the soul, to becoming the person you are now, uh, how did your family address adjust to that? They go, well, where'd dad go? <laughs> Was that okay, hard for so, them or do they love so, it? So that's a, that's, that's an excellent question. I'll tell you why it's an excellent question is because I'm a work in progress. Uh-huh. I have not mastered everything. I, um, you know, I still, my ego still jumps in and, and takes control in situations. So I have, you know, I have a lifetime of ego baggage to dissolve and discard and um you know some of it sure might have got dissolved and discarded earlier on but these things that we've embedded and we've spent a lifetime creating and and getting at this subconscious uh programming so what this pro so you know that takes a while to happen so what this process does is it enables you as you go through this process to get into your subconscious programming, which is like concrete, you need to break it up and dissolve it, but you need a process to do that. And as you go through and you start breaking up these patterns of thinking and feeling, some will take longer to break up and dissolve than others. That's why I say it's not a immediate gratification. It takes time. It takes energy. It takes effort. But I can tell you, as soon as you have this connection with the divine and you you feel the inflow of this energy into you, you know, when it, initially it would come into my head and then my chest and my solar plexus and go down one side of my body and up the other. Now it's just, it's just this, it's, I can, it, it can come in and it goes exactly where it needs to go. And, you know, um, you know, oh, we're here to, help heal people's hearts, their minds, and their bodies, and bring it all back into the congruency and the alignment of the divine. And I can tell you when you do that, you slowly start to, uh, you know, gain your health and uh, put vitality back into all of your organs and uh, all of your illnesses will slowly disappear. Now, Anita, uh, you know, she recovered in two weeks because she had a um, kind of an immediate flash of inspiration and truth. She knew her truth and this did this. So now I'll just mention this one thing here before we wrap up is that, you know, the, as if you take pure water and you pour it into porridge, it mixes with the porridge and becomes the consistency of the porridge. And so this is the same with the human brain. You, uh, so be careful what teachers you follow. As pure spiritual energy flows in and insight and knowledge flows into the human brain, 
it takes on the concepts and the constructs and the beliefs of the human brain and it mixes with it so the words that are spoken and the things that are being taught may not be total truth or consistency with where we come from and they may mislead you they don't intentionally do that but they may mislead you so this information and i'm not saying anybody is i'm just saying be aware of it this information that i share with people came through a mind that was cleansed over a 40-year period to be this pure channel of this information to document it and to keep it as pure and pristine and clear as possible and so and i can tell you that when you follow this and you understand it and you you know you read it if if it rings for you if it resonates with you I'm going to tell you that it is truth. And the reason I'm saying that is because everything it talks about, I am experiencing. Wow. This is awesome. Thank you. This has been a phenomenal, phenomenal talk and so much to, like I said earlier, to uh, thought-provoking and life-changing. Uh, I highly suggest that you uh, check out uh, D. Neil Elliott's book, a higher road, cleanse your consciousness to transcend the ego and ascend spiritually. Neil, how can people connect with you? And, and uh, I don't know if you work one-on-one -on -one with people, but you also go out and speak too. Um, that is all true. With the pandemic, I haven't been going out and speaking, so I've been doing it on podcasts. Right. Um, but uh, yep, happy to work with people and to help them and to guide them. Um, and uh uh, absolutely. Uh, the way people can, so my website is dneilelliot.com, but an easy way to get there is ahigherroad.com, and that'll take you to the dneilelliot.com. All of my social media links are on there. And, you know, quite frankly, I've been a little bit lax on using social media, but I will be getting into using that a little bit more. Um, and uh, the book's available wherever books are sold globally. Uh, it's in print or ebook form, Kindle, Apple, Nook, Kobo. And, uh, you know, certainly if you're in a place that has Amazon, Amazon delivers print copy books, uh, you know, pretty quickly, especially if you're a member of Prime, you know, you get it in a couple of days. Uh, so, yeah, absolutely. Well, and I will put your website uh, link in the show notes too and everything. So, um, Neil, it's been wonderful. Thank you so much for being on the show. I, I truly enjoyed talking to you. And thank you for sharing this beautiful love. You are loved and we love you. So thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. And right back at you, our, our consciousness fabrics are now intertwined, my friend. So uh, when we depart this, we'll be able to uh, you know easily recognize each other. And I want to say namaste. And uh, thank you so much. This has been another episode of World Awakenings, the fast track to enlightenment with host Carl Gruber, a certified Law of Attraction life coach. We welcome you to tune in to each and every episode of World Awakenings as we open your mind, your heart, and your eyes to the fact that the world's population is now, more than ever, awakening to the truth of all things spiritual, metaphysical, and enlightening, and just how much they play an all-important role in our moment-to-moment 
daily life. Much love and light to you, my friend, and thank you for tuning into World Awakenings. Thank you.